0: All right, hello and welcome to another episode of Sawyer Saloon Here with me today, I have my wonderful guest, maybe soon to be a host, who knows, Mr. Judson McCord Judson, how we doing today, man?
1: Saw, dude What up? (laughs) Not much, man, I'm stoked, dude As soon as you told me that you've got a podcast, situation here, dude, let's go, you know I'm a I'm a support uh and we're going to see where it takes us.
0: Hell yeah, man.
1: But uh man, I'm I'm stoked to be here, bro.
0: Hell yeah. Dude, I've had some uh some interesting guests on. I've uh uh I say I've done everything from review Call of Duty, uh The Last of Us Part 2 and to talking with a girl who's from Greece about, you know, Living in Greece Just grease shit Just grease shit You know <laughs> Like the back of a Wendy's Just a lot of grease shit You know Yeah yeah So uh, I'm excited to see where this goes So in actual Sawyer Saloon uh, fashion We have actually made ourselves drinks uh, To enjoy at the saloon And So Judson made us these drinks I haven't tried it yet But you want to explain to us What this uh, what this little drink is
1: I popped into it early man I'm going to be honest with you uh, It tastes like butt Nice. but um what i was going for what i was attempting to uh create here was a spin on an arnold palmer okay so it's got uh a, a, like four shots of vodka in it it's a uh a, a sweet tea vodka i'm not gonna give out any names because hopefully here, cheers
0: cheers cheers
1: um but yeah, so sweet tea vodka, lemon vodka, and uh, lime vodka, and I, I went heavy with that lime.
0: Love that. It is, it's Wednesday, my dudes, so you got to go for it.
1: Wasted Wednesdays, isn't that what the kids call it?
0: I guess. I'm not sure.
1: It's been a uh, while since I've drank, Jacob, so I might get a little too—I mean, I can feel it in the eyes. Yeah. Because I I I'm getting the shoes off now. Oh, okay. So I dug in already.
0: I love it. I love it. in here. So I'm going to take a sip, and I'm going to rate it. One out of ten. Cool. We're going to see how it tastes. All right, give it a good little shake. I'm going to be honest with you. I like it. Oh, so you
1: like the flavor of butt.
0: I like the flavor of butt. Uh, Doja Cat out there. Uh, (laughs) A big, big fan of Arnold Palmer's, man. I used to down those little 79-cent cans that you'd get that were, you know, fucking huge. I used to down those all the time, man. So good, so cheap. Uh, but I love the the sweet tea lemonade mix. Sweet tea on its own? No thanks. Absolutely gross. Twisted teas? Disgusting. Never right. had one. Don't ever drink one. All I just right? have one for
1: self-defense, bro. After all <laughs> the memes, that's the only reason I've got one. Self-defense.
0: Yeah. That's the only reason why you have twisted teas?
1: Yeah, bro. Dude, you've you seen elaborate? the video. You've seen the video. Yeah,
0: yeah. You're talking about the the. Dude, the
1: <laughs> they just get smashed. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only reason I'm gonna have one. I I, I don't have any interest in uh drinking sweet tea beer. Yeah. I mean, oh, uh, see, it's the, it's this. It's already knocking on my front door, bud. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I can hear it coming. No, nah, I meant to say uh the uh the lemonade, the mic's hard. Lemonade. Oh, the
0: mic's hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Big difference. Yeah. Big difference.
1: And then and then they got the Twisted Tea, which is just tea.
0: Yeah, it's just alcoholic sweet tea. Whew. Talk about a stomach churner.
1: Yeah, well, I think there's, that's like a malt situation too, though, right? Isn't that a malt beverage? Is that?
0: I don't even know what a Maybe malt a, is, if we're being honest.
1: <laughs> so there's a couple different malts. Okay. So, like, a malt beverage would be, you know, like a Colt Fortify
0: Okay, okay, that's a malt. I that's a malt that like a beer. Yeah, something. it's a
1: beer, but it's a malt. Like it's a malt beer. Okay, and then they've got like the actual malt. See, this is why I wish we had producer Dylan in the house, where he could just be exactly. Tearing hey, Dylan, it up. look that up for us. Right, but then there's the other malt, like the ice cream malt. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah. Okay, I know that. Yeah,
0: kind. I just know the name. I don't. I remember it from an old Scooby-Doo episode. What did it do, like? Uh, what did he do? What like? it do? It was like, <laughs> <laughs> like man who drank my malt. It was just Scoob, and he had, it was from the original Scooby-Doo TV series, 1969, and they all, they're at the, the malt, uh, you know, milkshake bar, yeah, yeah. as they had back in the 60s, and uh, they all have their own milkshakes, There was I'm assuming strawberry, because they were pink, either that or the stuff was expired, and Scoob just drinks one straw out of his drink, but sucks out all of the milkshakes out of everybody else's. Uh, and they go, Scoob. <laughs> that's just how the episode ends. Uh, classic. Classic. That was my childhood. Dude, uh, Scooby-Doo.
1: I'm not a huge – I didn't watch a whole lot of Scooby-Doo, man. And okay. maybe that's why I am the way I am today is because I didn't watch that Scooby-Doo. What did you watch? Where are you, um, Like the outside – like the woods mainly.
0: I like the ground. <laughs> so you were outside. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I was like, what is, you yeah, Watch the we, outsiders yeah, with man, uh, with Matt Dillon?" Outside,
1: Dillenman? outside, man. Um, I mean, I guess if I had to watch a lot of TV, like after mm-hmm. school and I'm running home, I'm trying to go catch something. Probably yeah. Power Rangers.
0: No shit. Okay. That
1: was my that was my come up. I'm a little bit older than you, so yeah. Power Rangers was hot when I was like six or seven. Yeah, like yeah, we had to pretend, you know. We was mighty morphing. We was morphing. Okay. Know what
0: I'm yeah. So. What? Uh, if you don't mind me asking, how old are you?
1: Ooh, good question. And I actually thought that I was gonna be thirty-three this year.
0: Okay. I'm not. I'm okay. Not,
1: I'm not that old. I'm actually younger, yeah. which is I was stoked on. So I'm thirty-one. Okay. So yeah. When after I got past twenty-five, I quit. I don't know. It's like why
0: yeah what's the
1: point let's just get it and let's uh let's do scooby-doo things that's right strawberry mullets and do podcasts and do all the fun shit that we can ever do in the history of ever
0: i love that so what how old do you think i am
1: you appear older than what you are um you got a you got an old soul up in there i do but you told me one time um before an open mic and It leads me to, and I forgot, like, in proper my fashion, I forget a lot.
0: Uh, Shoot out a guess. What's your best guess? How old am I? 24. 24? That's close. I'm 23. See, boom. Yeah. Yeah. But see,
1: if I was to just, like, meet you, like, just now, just sat down on your podcast, Mm -hmm. stepped into your studio, I'd be like, oh, you know, 28. Yeah. 20, 27, you know, seasoned, you know. That's right. Especially, you got some good headshots. You know,
0: those were fantastic. Got mm-hmm. some good headshots to that last open mic. Mm-hmm. Uh, those were good. You did, you did well at the open mic, dude. Uh, you think? I think, I think so. I think, I think it's progressing. It's getting a little better.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think I need to really think about some stuff and not just wing it. Yeah, you know, um, kind of put some thoughts down. But regardless, man. So you, uh, you like this comedy thing? This is it for you? You think?
0: I think so, man. I, I actually I know so. You know? Yeah, yeah. So I've always I've always had a big like growing up. I did a lot of like uh, I was in 4-H and I did uh, like I'd always go to camp, and I, that was my favorite part of the year is going to 4-H summer camp. You
1: knew that it was gonna have that talent show.
0: Oh, absolutely talent shows. <sharp> I'd hit up the uh, I was I would love being a camp counselor, just like leading, being in front of people and entertaining them. I'd always uh-huh. love that making people laugh. That was kind of like my self defense mechanism growing up. If I could make them laugh, I knew that they they would like me. It's know? like
1: that dude that goes in the hood and picks fights with people, and then he just drops down to a thong.
0: Yeah, I guess, Like you yeah. just don't
1: want to fight with the dude that's got a thong on him. Okay, right
0: yeah, 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 yeah. You're just like, okay, I'm about to fight this I'm about
1: guy. To fight. You want to fight me? And then he just strips down to a thong, and you're like,
0: nah. Yeah, he's one patch away from having his wean around. You're like, I'm good. I'm not going to fight this guy. Chill this it, guy's, cr- this yeah. guy's crazy. Yeah. I ain't going to fight this guy. Yeah.
1: Imagine. I can't. <laughs> But I've seen it, so I have. <laughs> so there's
0: that. Where have you seen this at?
1: Um, man, what was his name? Like Full C-Tube, I think. And that dude went crazy too. Who Full is C- this? Full C-Tube. It's the guy that's in the, in the. He's in the. He's in the elevator, and it's like Mortal Kombat. And whenever the okay. music starts, he just he's in his robe okay. and his stuff. So he's like. Cobra or like Sub-Zero yeah. or one of those guys and he's just in that bitch just chilling and then all of a sudden the music goes Mortal Kombat or like or it goes round one fight yeah. or whatever it is damn. and dude and he just like goes crazy but yeah full too, and he got a huge following and the dude the power got to him and it got him all drunk and he threw like these crazy events and I don't I don't really know the rest of it but he went nuts. So damn Yeah, he went full nuts though, dude. Sometimes some people can handle the power, you know. I think that you'll do well uh, when you're famous. Mm -hmm. I just think that you're going to handle it with grace, you know, probably better than I would. I feel like I would just fuck it up, you know.
0: Why do you think that? That's that's definitely like a big thing. I see all these – dude, I mean, look at Avicii. Just I don't know if you're of big stupid,
1: Vicky Just get stupid famous. Because, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, man. I feel like if I just got real, just stupid, dumb famous, I think that, like, I would just do something that people would be like, you're canceled.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: I would just be out there, like, I don't know, like, show my butt some kind yeah. of way and just, this guy's a more. How'd we even let him get famous? Right, exactly. You know, and, and it wouldn't be their fault.
0: Speaking of uh, people getting famous, something that's uh, very topical, it's been on the news here lately, Uh, there was a girl who was on 90 Day Fiance, and I don't know if you saw this, she's on 90 Day Fiance, she started making, I believe it's 50 grand a week, or a month, something like that, get ready for this, she's, (laughs) she's (laughs) she's (laughs) she's selling her farts, she farts into jars, and and she's a good looking girl. Where do we do this? Uh, can I <laughs> sign up? That sounds easy <laughs> as fuck, man. I know, yeah. So she's like selling her farts. So she's on the show
1: and got famous because of the show, and then started selling farts.
0: Yeah, yeah. She got famous because of it, and then she was like, "Hey guys, uh, what up Twitch? I'm gonna start selling my farts." And in, that's in a, a jar. hustle I can get behind. Yeah, one girl, one jar. I guess you know. So oh, <laughs> Yes. Yeah. So but apparently she stopped because she was uh she this girl was eating like she was drinking protein <laughs> oh, shakes, eating She's trying beans. to fart, She's trying, a make it, yeah, a she's trying to make it smellier. She's making oh, 50 no. grand in like, she's making, it's like six figures off of selling oh, her farts. So no. she got a, super a, artisanal.
1: A like she got like passionate. Exactly.
0: <laughs> and then she was having issues with her heart and they're like, hey, it's just gas Wait, because beans, it's so much beans protein. Beans good for your
1: heart. The more you eat them, the more you fart, dude. Exactly. And, and the more, more you f- fart, the better you feel. Come on, man. Yeah. Let's beans for every
0: meal. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard the second part of that. Uh, yeah. That's interesting. Especially
1: if you're selling your farts, man. Yeah, if
0: you're selling your farts, that's got to be in your bio somewhere. Okay, so or where
1: are you going to get your massive farts, dude? Where are you going? Where are am you? I going to yeah, get my massive farts? Yeah, so you're only, you, you hop in the whip. Okay. And your whole goal is now because they're going, Jacob. We're gonna pay you. What was it, fifty k a month? Yeah, yeah, we'll fifty pay k, you 50K a k a month. month, and you gotta start getting real, real artisanal with these farts, bud. Okay. It's your brand. It's your whole thing. Wow. Okay. So you're gonna have to start making different essences and different things. So where are you going to do all these things? I
0: already know the first thing I'm going to get. Uh, so my mom makes this. Uh, it's, it's it's chicken enchiladas, but they have uh, they, the, they have a cilantro ranch sauce that you homemade. And it is so fucking good, but it gives you serious gas, right? <laughs> All right, so I'm eating that. That's, that's got to be like the, me- the the Mexican specialty, of course. And then uh, and besides that, I'm just drinking uh, chocolate peanut butter protein shakes.
1: Good. I love peanut butter protein shakes. Love
0: peanut butter protein Can't shakes. Can't even ruin
1: man. it with your fart story, dude. Exactly. I, like still love it, and I'm going to probably get one tomorrow.
0: You should. You should. Yeah. I had one this morning for breakfast because I couldn't get to my, uh, I didn't have any eggs left over. And I was in a bind, so I thought, make a little protein shake, get a little shaker. Yo. Yo, that was strange. I think this place is haunted. <laughs> uh, so we just found a random warehouse to do this at, so if you hear noises, <laughs> uh, it's probably the ghosts. Um, yeah, I heard that plain as day. Yeah, yeah. It sounded that. like
1: somebody was in pain. It was. Yeah. Should we check it out? Like No, nah, nah, they're fine. They're
0: ghosts. They're already dead. What are you gonna do? You know,
1: (laughs) not me. I'm gonna go the other way. Yeah, but man, so thinking about ghosts and stuff, dude. So what do you think about visiting people in the metaverse, bro?
0: Dude, and I, it's a very strange concept. If I see, wait, what's strange about it, bro? Dude, I don't know, man. Just the whole the whole VR thing, because it's it's not real.
1: But have you ever done VR?
0: I have done VR before, yet it's fun. Don't get me wrong; yeah. it's a lot of fun. But I think that the line between reality and virtual reality, which is like a it's a made up level field that we're gonna be on, I don't think that the ghosts are pissed at me right yeah, now that I'm dude, saying this. They want you in the metaverse. They man. want me in there because of that. I'm not gone because the ghosts. That's reason number <laughs> one. But uh, not a big. I just. I just. I think that a lot of people struggle with reality in the first place and until someone can actually grasp what reality is and have kind of like a, a some type of hold or like bottom line that they can you know kind of like hey this is what it is a basic thing because I understand it's gonna be a little bit different for everybody like our reality is made up of our perceptions and everything but there's there's still like like we we're we're real right now like I don't believe in like a matrix I don't believe anything like that I don't know if you do. But I, I it's all a simulation oh bro. my
1: gosh you're sent here to simulate for me bud that so thank you
0: you're welcome you're thank welcome you.
1: whenever you go back to your non-home <laughs> it's just <laughs> squares and like no like no texture on anything and you just like walk around there because you're a simulation yeah and then whenever whenever something goes on in my life then you pop up and you're like right hey, i got a podcast and you leave your little slick room <laughs> And show up in this abandoned ass warehouse.
0: I, I played The Sims a little when i was growing up, so I think I'll be. I think we'll be fine for it. You know. Yeah. I feel like the metaverse is going to be like Sims, except we can talk.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I, the only reason I ask fully is because, uh, man, I like I played that Beat Saber game. This yeah. is my This is my VR experience in in the Beat Saber. Man, you get out of there, you forget where you're at. Yep. Like, fully. Like, you, if you really are concentrating and you're trying to do well at the game and then you get out, it's like, whoa. So, I watched a little clip of a lady that was a Wall Street Journal um, Mm -hmm. writer, columnist, reporter.
0: Yes. An established journalistic professional.
1: Probably at the top of her game, dude. Well, she got in a freaking headset for 24 hours. Wow. She just did the thing. Like, she only took it off to, like, eat and sleep. Or, no, 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 I'm sorry. It was longer than this. It might have been, like, 48 hours. Jeez. It was a grip. It was was a grip. Yeah. Well, like, she comes out of it and she's like, I'm dizzy, I'm this, I'm that, and so everything else. So, for me, I just want to visit the Metaverse just for, like, a second just so I can just be, like, go to a concert. Right? Yeah, yeah. Or, like... See like Snoop Dogg.
0: Oh, absolutely!
1: Like you know, and when you get famous, then we can we'll have to meet in the metaverse for stuff because you're going to be in you know wherever, probably Austin, Texas, which is where the comedy scene's going via our father, Joe Rogan. Absolutely. So.
0: So I think I think I think it'll be a cool experience, no doubt. I think it'll be something fun.
1: Is it taking over everything?
0: I think. Because if you look at society, like we're we're getting to a spot where, where a lot of jobs are becoming automated. So then it's like, what's what? Once everything's automated, what is going to be left? Yeah. For for jobs for people, and I think that boils down to creativity. So I think there's going to be a huge explosion in creativity, but I think that it's also going to lead a lot of people because they don't have to do anything to survive. Really, that it's that they they get. Everything becomes pleasure and fun. So now they go into the metaverse, and it's like, and maybe maybe that's also another thing that I don't like about it because I I grew up like I didn't have the best childhood, so like I had to work for a lot of the stuff that I've had, and uh, and I'm not saying that I, you know I still had some stuff given to me, sure, but like there's a like lot of shit that I had to work for. Yeah, like headlights and yeah. stuff. Yeah. So he- headlights. Oh, headlights. Yeah. Yeah, 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 That shit's free, he- bro. Headlights, the thing uh, in life. The flu. You yep. know, that Some stuff, free shit. that was all given to me, man, you yeah. know? Uh,
1: Coronavirus, bro.
0: Oh, yeah, back hey, at, You've had it? It took me a year to catch it. Yeah. yeah. I was like, Leonardo DiCaprio, strong, catch strong, me if you man. can. Strong. Eventually, they got me. They do. Uh, and it was a bitch, I'll tell you that. I, I'm sure you've had it, huh? A little bit, yeah. just a touch. Just a touch, <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs>
1: i had a run in (laughs) it's like it's like an uncomfortable situation at a grocery store (laughs) you know where like you don't want to talk to this person but like you're forced to because you're in the fucking poultry aisle (laughs) and you know the chicken's through the roof and you've got to get that last one
0: yeah what are you gonna do be chicken about it
1: the shit out of them and run
0: right exactly that's what i did that's what i do in the meat department i just grab whatever meat is nearby. Hopefully, I'm at Sam's where I get that little, you know, the, the nine-pound tube of ground meat, and I just beat saber him. Beat saber Throw man. the meat down and then run. <laughs> and then I see him again at the checkout counter. It's just fucking right.
1: awkward. Ooh. Were you the guy that I fought over for the short rib?
0: Not me. <laughs> nope, I don't know anything about a tube of meat, ma'am. How'd you know it was <laughs> a tube of meat? Just assuming. <laughs> just assuming.
1: Damn, man. So let me ask you a question, man. What's up? If if you were to do this next podcast Mm -hmm. and we were to have a different type of drink or something like that. Yeah. Do you think that maybe you'll plan it? Or do you think that it should just be something that you show up and your guest is here and you just. Uh,
0: Maybe something planned or something that would generate like a drink. Like I'm sure they've got a website out there or something like that, but so, or like maybe even like a, uh, like like a drink book or something. Like I saw, I went to Books a Million the other day. They had a Peaky Blinders drink book. So something to where it's like, like you flip the page, this is what we're making today.
1: That's a beautiful idea. Yeah,
0: because I I, I don't know enough about drinks and making drinks and mixology or anything like that to come up with my own shit. It's not gonna happen. Uh, but if I had something to where it, I had. The ability for the randomness of it, I think that would be the key.
1: Yeah, that's the way to go. Yeah, that's unless I had
0: go. something, I was like, "We got to try this drink out this week, right?" Because it's fire, and I do have a little little drinky drink for uh dude, for next week, a little dude, idea. I'm
1: not an al- I'm not, I don't, I'm not an alcohol guy, dude. This thing's got me.
0: Well, I mean, there's like uh, five shots, Mister McConaughey, and uh, she- that'll definitely do it to
1: you, whiz,
0: alcoholic or not.
1: Well, no, because I've. I've seen some people drink some alcohol, man, and they uh, they can just get through it, and they can mm. just do their thing, you know. Me, yeah. me, not so much. It's hard. It's tough. Yeah. But, uh, nah, man. So let me let me let me ask you another question. Go for it. Beside, you besides your drinks, okay. Um, this next this next big comedy show, okay, that you have coming up. Yeah. Um, which one? Is it LOL first?
0: Yes, yeah, LOL first. Well, God. LOL the fifth, but that is the first one.
1: I love that,
0: dude. We if holy you don't, shit! If the you ghost? don't move,
1: if you don't move in this warehouse, <laughs> then the lights go off. <laughs>
0: I wish, we, yeah. please give us a sign you're here. <laughs> exactly. <sighs> I've, what what happens at the awesome. end of those episodes? They're always like, okay, we've got I some signs. Anything. I don't And think, then it's like yeah. nothing ever happens at the end of them. Like yeah. they never see a ghost. Like, okay, you've been doing this for 15 seasons, man. Come on. <laughs> what the hell's going on I here? I just
1: love that we're in this corner away from that optic sensor. Yeah. And and, and it's just going to just die off. See, but if we had producer Dylan over exactly. there, he would be moving around and staring about. Yeah. You know. We wouldn't have all this uh, hate music going on behind exactly, us.
0: Exactly,
1: exactly. Uh, what'd you call it earlier? You said it was a gas song.
0: Yeah, it was. It was gas, bro. It was fire. It's that fire. Yeah, it's that fuego, yeah. Fuego, that's a, that's that. Lung, that's that. Uh, you know, the the youngins lingo. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah, that's shit, that shit's That's just fire. Speaking of fuego, there's. Uh, I'm a big EDM guy. So not like hardcore stuff, but like Chicago <laughs> chain smokers, hippie sabotage. Yeah,
1: those are those are just that's pop music
0: though. Okay, okay. I,
1: it, like I feel like that's like mainstream, but I, I yeah, feel yeah. your vibes. That's yeah, it's yeah. definitely got festival.
0: Exactly, <laughs> yeah, like festival music, and uh, but they have a uh, they have a song. It's called Fuego, and it's like a little EDM version of the Narcos uh, theme song, mm. and it's pretty it's pretty fucking good. It's like I got
1: into Narcos hard,
0: dude. Narcos wow. is a fantastic show, man. Mm-hmm.
1: I agree. Uh, from From start to finish, absolutely. Uh, and you, you, you went Spanish, read subtitles.
0: Uh, well, the subtitles weren't in Spanish, but no, I, no, no, I no, read no.
1: subtitles were in English, right? Yeah, 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 they were in English. But everything else was in Spanish, though, wasn't it? Yeah,
0: for the most part.
1: I feel like I feel like I read a lot.
0: Oh, absolutely! Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. I, I found that most Netflix. Watch there watch
1: every like four subtitles, like yeah. I fucking read so much. Yeah. It's like was one episode, man. Relax. Nah, But I just I just remember being like, Yeah, you gotta read.
0: Yeah, you definitely you definitely have to read. Like, dude, Because sometimes you can't understand their voices. Like with audiobooks. Like, dude, if only there was a way that we could you know, they had like some subtitles on the audiobooks, you know, and we could we could read what they're saying. You know?
1: What audio book?
0: <laughs> what? No. I was waiting to see how long it would take you yeah, to get Yeah, no, girl, I was
1: sitting here. I was like, hold on a second. Uh,
0: that's just a book, okay? That, that is just, be, just a
1: book. Yeah, there's no... The pictures are supposed to be made up in your head. Yeah. <laughs> it's all, they're supposed to be painting that picture for you.
0: Exactly, you know? yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, dude, did you hear about the uh, Department of Justice has created a counter terrorism unit here in the united states really yeah because we're wilding out over here bro we they're are trying to overthrow the government
0: you think so Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. they're
1: wild did they storm the capital the other day they did they were like fuck this
0: yeah so you think like they like they created it because of stuff like that yeah like to like like quell riots and, and yeah. things like that yeah okay. but
1: russia's just over there fucking with us like they're just creating like troll groups and stuff. They're yeah. like, "Hey, we're gonna set up. Some, we're gonna set up uh, this movement next to this movement, yeah, and make sure that it's polar opposite. Uh huh. And let's just set something off, yeah. And yeah, then, the and the then pot. Putin's just like,
0: good. yeah, this is good.
1: This is good.' <laughs> <laughs> and we're just America over here, just dicking around doing podcasts while they're over there like training to come over here and mark us,
0: dude. Red Dawn, baby." Red Dawn original and new one.
1: They act like that shit isn't... Wow. Might as well be an encyclopedia, bro.
0: Yeah, for real. R.I.P. Patrick Swayze. Swayze man's gone? No, Uh, huh? Man, Patrick... Patrick uh, Patrick, Swayze's gone? Patrick Swayze died, man. Oh, no. He was in a Chippendale accident with Chris (laughs) (laughs) Farley. They were dancing, and Chris went... (laughs) A little too hard. And that was it for Patrick. Rest in peace.
1: Oh, oh. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. No, man, I didn't know about that. That's uh that's an unfortunate accident.
0: Are you are you serious?
1: I had no idea, bro.
0: Okay, I'm talking like Patrick Swayze like point break.
1: Yeah. Patrick Swayze. Are you
0: serious? He died. I'm pretty sure he died in the nineties. Didn't know. Oh my God!
1: Huge Roadhouse fan Shout out Patrick Swayze
0: And he didn't know he was dead
1: No idea he was dead Oh
0: boy That's like He lives
1: on through his movies bro So actually not dead
0: You're right You're right He does They say you die twice They say once whenever you leave this earth And the second time When the last person ever speaks your name
1: Damn dude What's going on in there
0: Dude this ghost are having a rave
1: Man, we've got to figure out some better studio space, bud. This is wild. Yeah. We need a producer.
0: We need a producer, And we need a
1: better... uh,
0: If if there are any producers out there uh, listening to this, uh, let us know. You can be producing this show.
1: Yeah, and then Dylan will be out of a job.
0: Yeah, because uh, Dylan's (laughs) not even here. He's out of a job right now. What a piece. I hope he's watching. Dylan, you're fired. Yeah. Okay. You're fucking fired.
1: He said it. He said it, Dylan.
0: No severance pay. What no. is this, corporate America?
1: No, nah, that doesn't exist. It's not a real thing.
0: Severance, severance pay is when you get a uh, when you get your arm chopped off in a meat grinder, and they got to pay you out for it. That's what severance pay is.
1: Yeah, man. Um, in the oil field, I think it was like a thousand a knuckle.
0: A thousand a knuckle? Like all the way down to your knuckle, like a whole thing. So
1: it was like if it was cut off. Right here at the first knuckle, that'd be 1000 Oh, yeah, That'd yeah. be 2000 3000 for a whole finger.
0: Jeez.
1: Uh.
0: That's not really a lot of money, though, for be no, honest. No, not
1: It didn't make me want to chop off any fingers. That's for freaking sure.
0: Were you in the oil field? Yeah. Okay, how long? Like eight years of my life. No shit. Yeah. Okay. Did you go to college? The hidden talent.
1: Yeah, a little bit. Okay. They paid for me to go to school. Nice. Where'd you go? So I went to OU, Oklahoma University. Oh,
0: shit. Are, are you originally Sooner. from here, from Lake yeah. Charles? Okay. So you went to, you were a Sooner Boomer baby?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, kind of. They put me in an accelerated program. When,
0: right. you wor-
1: when you work for a big-ass corporation and they pay for you to do something, you mm-hmm. just kind of get, like, your own shit going on. Okay. But I was in class with those kids for... Like a half a semester, so I was taking my final and they were taking their midterms and shit.
0: Really? So you were taking, like, seven-week courses?
1: Yeah, and it sucked. It was terrible.
0: I took a few of those, but not for, like, all of my classes. It was terrible.
1: So it, it's not everything. Well, basically, it was, like, thermodynamics, all my hydraulics, all of the, like, simple chemistries. Yeah. Like, um, 110. Uh, mm-hmm. and then like, no, you, it was no English, no, like none of that, n- nothing extra, you know okay, what I'm saying? Interesting. Yeah. Um, and then they, they pull you out of there, they put you into the, their own little college that they have going on. you do that for like another two months or so. And then they're like, mm-hmm. good job, bud. Interesting. You're out. And you get to be a, what they call a field oil professional, FOP. Okay. So I was like, fuck yeah, man.
0: What made you leave that?
1: The oil field fell out, and they had a big-ass blowout.
0: Was that like 2008,
1: 2009? No, no. no. That, that was the beginning of my reign, but the last final one was a, a deal on a, per, like a, a rig that I was on. So it was just okay. like, got to that point, that was like 2013, the oil field went, shoo, okay. just shot way, way down.
0: Was that, was that consistent? existent
1: uh, politics and the way that the world was structured at that time?
0: That's like, the thing. 2013, they had a lot of like, I know they had the revolution in Egypt. I could be wrong.
1: I have no idea. Uh, all, all I know is, is that there was a lot of travel restrictions around that time. Mm-hmm. I could have potentially gotten stuck in Korea.
0: Really? Yeah. Where, where, where were you sta stationed? Where were you? No, where did they have you at?
1: Well, I was in the Gulf of Mexico, but the okay. next step would be like when the oil field itself shuts down the Gulf, right? And the the, the mm-hmm. drill moratorium happened, right? You okay. can't do anything. Everything's locked down. Gotcha. And I don't remember what exactly. I don't know if it was market cap. I don't remember exactly what was happening mm-hmm. at that time, but all I know is that they were pulling rigs. Like, crazy. Yeah. Um, And so, yeah, they were like, well, you can go and commission drill ships in Korea and go, like, live over there and then do, like, 2828 or your services are no longer needed with us. Wow. So, it was like, all right.
0: Yeah. What did you do after that?
1: Smoked weed. (laughs)
0: Because I
1: was like... Man, that was stressful.
0: I bet. Damn, and you didn't stay in it long enough for Mark Wahlberg to make a movie about you. That's That was your problem.
1: <laughs> yeah. I knew a couple of guys that were on that rig, which was sad. It was sad. But, yeah, you realize you're like, dang. I could just, bloop, and no one really, really cares, you know? Yeah. Like, my employee number was like, 47938512232. 2, 2. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like what? That's yeah. that's what I am to them.
0: Right, you know? right. Uh, so. Also, I didn't realize I, I didn't realize till after I said that joke how fucked up that was uh about those people that died. <laughs> about those, and that is not, that's not it's not necessarily what I was referring to. I was just referring to Mark Wahlberg always playing uh like the like the the middle middle class guy like the hard work and. Like guy. Uh not necessarily, you know, Boston bombing and that kind of stuff. Uh so I do realize that was a little fucked up. Uh but so that was not my intent behind the joke.
1: Not for me. Not for me. I didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> That was good. Yeah, man. Hell yeah. No, so uh, for for this new year, um mm-hmm. uh two thousand and twenty two. Mm-hmm. Um which is a wild number. It is. It's not something that I would think, um, I didn't think I'd be making it to here.
0: Really? Yeah.
1: Uh, but here we are. Here we are. So, um, yeah, man. For this next year, you know what I did? Uh, which is, you tried sending me a messenger on uh, Messenger.
0: Yeah, on Facebook. Yeah, the <laughs> Facebook Messenger. Cut that out. Yeah.
1: No Facebook, no, no Instagram, no Snapchat. No, uh, no tick and no, no, any kind of, um, what I'm going to call a distraction uh-huh. for this year. Um, which is, I think is, I started feeling great, man. Like,
0: yeah.
1: I don't know. It's, it's crazy whenever, but like the habit's still there. Like I'll still open my phone and be like scrolling around my apps, open, opening like YouTube. Mm-hmm. You know, I even deleted Twitch because I was doing whatever. But I watch a lot of podcasts and yeah. you know, like stuff like that. Which is has been cool. But yeah, man, social media is a full on addiction. Absolutely, I man. just didn't realize it because I would justify it with business, like oh, I gotta self promote or right. I gotta stay tuned in. Like mm-hmm. I gotta share stuff every day to stay relevant. Like this and this. But then at the end of the day, you kind of realize, like, when you take a step back from all that, that's like, man, that shit, the people that are on there are lying nine times out of ten. Like, they're lying to themselves, they're lying to other people. Like, everybody's filtered now. Okay. Like, everyone is uh, is showing the, the absolute best version of themselves. Right. Rather than... Let me see what you look like at a grocery store via or versus what you're updating your pictures in the parking lot with your million filters on like yeah, it's just a it's it's a it's an altered perception of reality and uh so yeah, I'm just started to notice that as I deleted it, you know, and mm-hmm. it was like, oh, like there's a whole real tangible that's another reason why I asked you about the metaverse because in my mind, yeah. the social media. And the metaverse is, like, it's trying to get there. Absolutely. To where instead of people, like, getting onto Facebook, they're just going to throw on that VR set or they're going to be on their phone inside of the metaverse where, like, Mm -hmm. they can, like like, immerse themselves.
0: Dude, absolutely. I think, so, I'm glad that you brought that up about, like, about how the social media is addicting and how, like, the metaverse can, like, suck people in like that, too. And I think... I never, I never put these two things together, but I played GTA Five, and I remember I was playing it one time. Dude, that's the metaverse, bro. Exactly. I literally, Jetson, I'm not shitting you. I sat down. I was like, oh, they have TV shows on here? I sat down, and I was like, okay, I'm just going to watch all of these TV shows because I'm a big, like, if I play an open world, if I play any type of game, I want to know the story. So I, like, I get really enthralled in the story. If it's a good story and a game can do that, which is super rare, a few games have done that.
1: Far Cry? Is Far Cry one? Oh, yes. Far Cry 3? The only three? reason I say this oh, one is man. because the guy that's on there is uh, uh, the dude from Breaking Bad. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. The yeah, guy, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Colombianas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: like, Michael yeah, Mando is like his name. Guy. Dude, he's fantastic. He's, he's uh, Scorpion in the Spider-Man movie. Uh, he's a gangster He is man He's fucking. He's a good actor I like Michael Mando One of the best villains That I've ever seen Over like any Like video games Movies TV shows Any type of media He has been one of the best villains uh. That I've ever seen uh, But I remember I sat down And I was watching it And I wasn't I was almost done There was like one more show left And I only know that Because I looked it up Dude I sat there for three hours it was just three
1: hours of TV inside of that game.
0: Inside of GTA, and I was like, "What? I've got nothing done, nothing productive. I didn't even get really any real entertainment. I was just trying to finish that task that I created for myself." Yeah. So that's why, like, I hate, I hate just like sitting around and like, like, like binge watching shows. Like, I don't binge watch a lot of shows. There's only a few of them that will actually do it because you got to put so much time and effort into it. I'm like, dude, I'd rather be learning, whether it be learning stuff about. Uh, how to grow my business or stuff about social media or, like, reading things that interest me uh, or, like, learn about poker, big poker guy. I love playing poker. So, like, if it's not something that's, like, helping me get a better skill that's going to enhance my life, for the most part, I'm like, fuck, why am I doing this? Right. And I feel, like, guilty after doing it. Yeah,
1: no, I think that's uh, that's that's standard. It's uh, yeah, the, the the little guilt monster that's like, yo, you just wasted four hours of your life doing whatever. But at the same time, man, um, video games, distractions, things like that to numb your brain can mm-hmm. be forms of meditation if you treat it proper. Oh, absolutely. You know, um, like not to abuse anything or not to like overdo anything, but to like make a conscious effort. Like, okay, what I'm gonna do is, is I'm gonna sit down and play this game. Mm-hmm. And this is where my time is going to be spent. I'm not going to think about literally anything. I'm just going to keep on at this game and I'm going to numb myself through this time. And then whenever I get out of here, I'm going to reflect on four to five things that I need to just in like silence and solitude. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Uh, But it's kind of like a yin to a yang. But now the um, the metaverse and all that type of stuff, it interests me, uh, especially from a business perspective, because like there's tangible uh, well they're non-tangible actually or non-fungible things now which is meaning like you can't have like dual ownership of or whatever it's like one of one or one of 50 and you can only have so many Or, but um yeah man people were talking about they're buying these nfts or they're buying like property inside of this metaverse because Lord knows if you have, you know, the, a mall that's built in the metaverse and people are going to go to it and these mm-hmm. companies are going to actually buy or lease spaces in your mall, like bro. So like, yeah, it, it's a rabbit hole. And yeah like you said, that's like, like you feel guilty about wasting your time. I dove down into that rabbit hole and like kind of learned about all of it only to say like, I'm not even going to fuck with it.
0: Okay. Yeah. And
1: it's and it's it, it's almost it's almost one of those things that's uh, it's like well not like not fuck with it in a business sense like mm-hmm. not try to really invest money into it like not try to buy into these cryptocurrencies and stuff really? like that like yeah why, I mean, why not well it's not that I'm it's not that I'm not gonna like for me it just doesn't it just doesn't it doesn't scream like a hurry up, get into this stuff and, and go and do it because where my happiness scale is, isn't, it's not, it's not inside of, of that inside of that machine, even though, like Lord knows, I mean, at the time when Bitcoin and Silk Road, like, do you know what Silk Road is? No, not Silk Road. What's so that? Silk Road was the whole reason for Bitcoin's creation and for the blockchain to create. Well, I, I, I mean, I'm not, I, would be lying if I said it's the only reason, but it's one of the first, um, one of the first destinations of where you could spend Bitcoin.
0: Okay, what would you buy on there?
1: Anything. Mainly drugs.
0: Oh, it's just like some black Mainly, market. Yeah, shit. it's it's
1: on the dark web. Ah, so it's, okay. at a, it's at a dot onion. You know, it's Silk Road dot onion. Like, the, you have to have you know the dark web interface to like get onto it. This is back in like 2009, 2010. You know, I'm fresh out of high school. I'm like ready to learn some life stuff. Mm-hmm. And this buddy comes over and he's like, "Yo, look at Silk Road." I'm like, "What is this?" He's like, "Dude, you can get drugs in the mail." What like, the fuck? dude, what? And he's like, yeah, you can get drugs in the mail, dude. And, uh, I mean, sure enough, like, it's legit. Um, the, I mean, the Silk Road creator went down. Um, but, yeah, like, how you would buy things is you would get bitcoins. That was the only thing that, like, really turned me away from um, really Not like, going through with it. Not buying drugs, <laughs> but... Yeah, I, I'll buy drugs with cash. Yeah, 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 you know it's right here in front of me. But like to say, oh, like this dude's gonna put this in the mail and do like, especially at that time. Right. Um. But yeah, there's uh there was a whole system in which you would you'd get on this website, you'd buy Bitcoin, you'd hold Bitcoin in this uh, in this other website that was called like your wallet. Um, yeah. And and, and that, that sounds was, real sketchy. Well, yeah. So you're like, man, what the hell, you know? And then it was fuck 10 years later and they're like bitcoin's worth 33,000 i was like holy yeah. shit <laughs> you know like at that time you could buy 15 20 bitcoin for like 200 bucks
0: god can you imagine I how much know. that is now Dude, I don't, how much is bitcoin worth right now right you know?
1: now one bitcoin's probably over 40k god.
0: god
1: man yeah somewhere right there shit it might even be 60k i don't
0: know yeah it's
1: up there it's up there um I rode I wrote some of those crypto it's fun it's gambling oh
0: absolutely it's, yeah. gambling. it's mm-hmm. fun
1: to it's fun to watch it if you've got money to throw away I, I highly suggest stock market over going to a casino any day
0: 100% because um, you can actually like kind of study what, you, what you're looking at it's still a gamble for sure but you can study what it is study trends patterns and kind of have a more educated guess as opposed to all right, I'm going against the house here, which yeah. you're always going to lose. Yeah,
1: for sure. You're like, all right, 13 black on roulette, or yeah. let me push this button on this slot machine, or I'm going to play these cards, and I think I know what I'm doing. Yeah.
0: I, I hate gambling. I don't know about you. I, I love playing poker. Like, if I'm playing Texas Hold'em with, like, my friends and stuff. Well, that's stuff. a skill. That's yeah, there's, exactly. There's, there's, a, there's, there's a skill a, to it.
1: Yeah, there's a, there's a certain level of, like, sportsmanship mm. and, you know, c- competition there. Yeah, but... When when we're talking about gambling, I'm thinking like blackjack mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But yeah, I hate it. I'll sit down yeah, and lose two hundred dollars in just a blink of an eye. For what?
0: For I didn't get any. I didn't get anything positive. Out I didn't even of that, get a drink. You know? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like,
1: hey, where is the cocktail at? No, it took too long. Yeah. You know, took all your money before you could even get a drink on the house. That's the most expensive. You know, what was I drinking at that time? Like Red Bull and vodka ever. Yeah. You know. But shoot yeah, man. So I mean, kinda to, to piggyback off of that metaverse, dude, there's another thing I wanna talk to you about.
0: What's that? What you got?
1: It's uh it's a thing that Elon Musk is creating. Oh boy. I'm I do love I do love Elon.
0: Elon's a Elon's fan. a fantastic guy.
1: It's called Neuralink.
0: Yes, dude, I heard him talking about that on Joe Rogan's podcast and we're just, it's going to completely like just we're going to be able to understand what people say. We won't have to talk just like that. Yeah, we don't. Need to and talk. there's no like there's no like oh they didn't understand the way I wanted them to. It's just like instant.
1: Yeah, you you read my intention, everything. So there's no bullshit. There's no lying to each other. There's no there's no rigmarole. There's no bullshit. Yeah.
0: So what the crazy thing yeah. about that is, I don't know if like, obviously, that'll be the way things are. I don't know if people will ever, like, officially adapt to that just because of, like, Fuck human that, nature. dude.
1: Me and my wife are getting it immediately. Really? <laughs> I'm plugging her up. I'll be like, yo, yo, we don't need to talk. We don't need to do nothing. Just look at me. Just fucking look at me. That's it. You know? Yeah. You can read my intention. And so everything. many
0: marriages would be saved. Cool. Now it's just whether or not you actually want to take the action. See, now there's a lot but of yeah. dudes that
1: are like, "Nah, I ain't trying to do all yeah. that. F- they'll, F- fuck be, they'll be in Target just getting <laughs> fucking beat, dude. Yeah. But not me, man. No, I love my wife. So it just uh, sometimes we'll talk about things and I'm like, what are you hearing right
0: now? Yeah. Did
1: I? I didn't say that. Nope. No, not even close. We're talking
0: unrestricted access yeah. at the whole time. You dude, never you're never gonna it. you're gonna wanna turn that off at some nah, point.
1: Nah, my, my 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 lady's my best friend. Just like if, if Doja Cat ever fucking hits you back, <sighs> dude. I mean granted she looks good, but imagine if Doja Cat as hot as she is my wife's smoke show. Yeah. Is also your best friend then. That big difference That would be the big best.
0: Difference. Big difference, yeah.
1: Yeah. you just combine them just But, yeah, man, I've just been thinking about that. So it wouldn't be, you know, there's no miscommunication, you know. And whenever I'd, like, throw my, like, clothes on the floor, not in the hamper, she just, like, plugs into my shit because she can see my feed. Yeah. And she's like, it's like, pick up, pick up. It's (laughs) like, fuck, forgot, you know, and just pick it up because usually it's just honest you know just take the shirt off and you ain't gotta worry about that though you're a single man i am yeah what is that even like bro i haven't i haven't uh i don't think i've ever experienced that ever
0: so i'm glad how how long have you and your wife been together let's start off with that five years five years okay uh married
1: five together like five and three months
0: (laughs) you what
1: dude she like met me and was like you're my boyfriend i was like oh okay
0: so y'all only dated for three months and Kinda, then got, well, got married
1: nah I I knocked her up with Ollie ah gotcha so yeah we were together for Ollie nah, we were yeah Ollie <laughs> we were together for I don't know a little while and then had Ollie and then we were like oof probably shouldn't get married because we have a baby yeah and then we were like nah we're friends we should get married
0: hell yeah man that's awesome that's yeah. awesome
1: but we need that Neuralink so Elon
0: yeah hurry up bro
1: yeah send me that prototype bro <laughs>
0: So dude, I've noticed that like, so being a single man, especially in kind of a smaller town like Lake Charles, for a while there, man, it was kind of like, damn, like I felt like I needed something. Like, man, you know, I, like I've got all these things I want to do, and like I've listened to like some of the some of the like some of the older leadership books, like how to win friends and influence people and think and grow rich. And there are a few chapters in in some of those books where they talk about how like behind every great man is a woman. And I'm, I I I'm I 100% believe that. And, uh, but I, I've, I've, for me, I think that'll come eventually. And then I'll, I, maybe I'll reach like a totally different level, but like, why would I wait for that? Like, I've got so much that I could be doing now. So that's what I'm really, I'm just like working on myself and like, if somebody else comes along, absolutely, let's go for it. Like, dude, I've been on like the, all the dating sides, Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, all that stuff. And it's just like, like, there's like a, a need. And like you just like so you wanna like feel that need every now and then, but I'm on the reality I'm like, damn, like I don't really wanna deal with any of this stuff right now. Like I'd rather just like meet somebody, like we hang out, like, hey, you know, you're pretty cool. And then and then like have it go from there uh, as opposed to like this big process. Maybe that's just me being single first. I've been single for since two thousand nineteen. So uh, I've been single for a few years.
1: So two, three years.
0: Yeah, and the fact yeah. that like I found something that I'm truly passionate about makes it like it's on the back burner. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I I know that it is something important, and eventually it'll come along, but right now it's just not something I'm actively looking for.
1: It's not that important. It's right. not that important.
0: I think I think in the long run, in the future, yeah, it. I think I think it is important in the long run. Yeah. But as far as like short term, what nah, I'm working you gotta for right famous, now, yeah, got to get famous, bro. Yeah, I got to get, get famous first,
1: yeah. and then you got to holler at Doja Cat. We'll See, man, I, honestly,
0: I don't know if I would ever want to marry somebody that was famous just because of like the like how you talked about like the big fame thing. Like, I mean, like ki- look, Kim and Kanye. Yeah. Like,
1: in the public eye.
0: In the it's it's so in the public eye. Like, hey, no but privacy. hold on.
1: But hold on. What about the, the, the famous people that married non real famous people? You know what I'm saying? Like exactly. B-listers, C-listers. Yeah. You're like on your come up. So that usually works because they're not really looking for, like, it's not like a Brad and Angelina situation. Exactly. There's not, like, a lot of pressure and, you know, whatnots. But yeah, Hollywood is, uh, that's tough. That's, That's a tough situation there.
0: Dude, what I would really like, I would, I would, I want to find somebody who's like, like, I have my thing I'm passionate about, right? I want to find somebody who's passionate about something as well because I've been in a relationship where it's like, They've got nothing going on in their life. So then it's like they just depend on you for everything. And it's like you're your own person. You have your own life. Yeah, we should be able to depend on each other. Absolutely. But, like, you have your own – like, you need to have your own experiences and everything. And then, like, we come together at the end of the day and we talk about them, you know? Like, there's still that separation of, like, we're still our own people. And, like, we've got each other's backs, though. Like, absolutely. Going to support you 100% of what you're doing. Yeah. And going to be there for you. But like, we all have our own battles to fight and I've learned, I, I've learned the hard way that like, you can't, you can't fix somebody else. So as long as that, and I it's totally kind of a little different, but still the same fact is like, if they've got problems, like, and they want to work on them, I'm going to help you work on those problems. And like, that's, that's what, that's what I feel like a relationship should be. It's like, we're helping each other. Like we know each other's problems and we can touch those nerves but we can help each other out in growing and becoming better people. Yeah. That's what, that's what I think it is.
1: Yeah. You, you might need a girlfriend for longer than a couple of years. I'm just playing, <laughs> bro. I'm playing. No, I'm playing. Uh, <laughs> no, man, that's cool, man. What,
0: what do you think? I mean, obviously you've been in a relationship a little longer than I have.
1: I've been in a lot of types of different relationships. Um, and I think that uh, communication is the biggest thing. That's Absolutely. why That's why I'm so hard on this Neuralink thing, bro. And that's why it's like, it's kind of the running joke. Like, I just wish you knew my intention. And I yeah. wish you knew. When I said things that I don't really mean when I'm just bullshitting, and it's like, that wasn't meant to be taken seriously. Right. You know? And uh, But, yeah, man, as I've been doing the, the stand-up thing, I think it's also – made me more hyper aware of when I say things and people's reaction to things. Mm-hmm. And for a while I was uh I was almost saying stuff and like waiting. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And and I had to kinda get out of that, that that thought process. But uh yeah man, relationships with anything are interesting, bro. It's all in what you make of it, you know? I say you know a lot.
0: Yeah, I I know. (laughs) Jesus. Yeah,
1: our Lord and Savior, man. So, yeah, you, um, I feel like you're a Jewish kid. Are you a Jewish kid? You feel like I'm a Jew. (laughs) Are you Jewish? I have, uh,
0: my brother, my brother Paul looks just like me. Super, super skinny. He did gymnastics for years and years. So, he's very, like, Bruce Lee cut. And, uh. So he, but he has like whenever he lets his hair grow out, it's it's froish. Like for some reason, his hair is just like froze. I just see you in a yarmulke, bro. Exactly. Well, people people look at him and go, you know, your brother's a little dicky, right? <laughs> yeah. He's he's a little dicky. Your brother's a little dicky, and I'm like ah, I could 100 percent see that. We were actually drunk at a party one time, and uh, I took a picture of him, and I sent it to little dicky, little diggy's Instagram, and I was like, dude, my brother looks just like you. No response. Oh. Uh, yeah, I know what a, what a little what a big dickie dick, for that, you know? Dude. Nah, just kidding. Love a little dicky. Uh but that's funny. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm not man. I was uh, you know was just Catholic guy.
1: Oh okay. Yeah. yeah, me too, dude. Me too. I got confirmed Catholic. Okay. So that's cool, man. Uh, you, you still
0: practice? If that's, you know. What okay. does that mean? I don't know. I mean, do you go to church? You still pray? No, neither one of those. No. Yeah.
1: I try I try to yeah. not go to church. Um, no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> football man. game and yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, um, nah, man. I uh I had a real weird experience with like church and mm-hmm. all that. I went to Catholic school for like a year and like forced myself to get kicked out. Like I was like Really? Dude, I just didn't like it.
0: You're Catholic school here? Yeah. Did you go to St. Louis? No. Okay.
1: Okay. I was never good enough.
0: Oh, uh, Okay, what I was other a, I was Catholic a
1: private man. school dropout? Damn, <laughs> <laughs> nah, they kicked me out, man. Nah, actually, not. Nah, like, <laughs> this is how soft. This is how soft private schools are, bro. Listen, listen. To this. I didn't get kicked out. I didn't get suspended. I mean, I didn't get. I, I got suspended twice, but I didn't get um, expelled. No, mm. no, 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 no. I yeah. didn't get expelled. I got dismissed.
0: Ah, dismissed.
1: You're dismissed. <laughs> <laughs> but, dude, I wasn't a bad kid, man. Um, I didn't like the school. I'm uh-huh. anti-authority. Um, okay. I didn't like the fact that my sixth grade year, we could talk in the cafeteria. Everything was normal. Some kid choked on a sausage. <laughs> Cut that out. Nobody can talk at cafeteria now. What? Oh, somebody got, somebody got hurt by a ball or something at recess. Nope, no more balls. You know what I mean? Like a hip and lip when you're in the hallway. We're in seventh grade. That's not going to happen. What are we doing? Yeah. You know? Like, they're going to tell me what kind of socks I got to wear. Like, I have to wear a belt to school. Like, I got to have my uniform all tucked in and nice and all this and that. Like, to me, that's prepping me to get ready to go work for some asshole.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. I get that there's like a whatever and then so yeah fuck that and then on top of all that they were like it was like an incubator for making soft kids Mm -hmm. and i noticed it like immediately you know what i mean like you can't make fun of him or you can't do that or you all have to be inclusive or you have to do this you have to do that all it was doing was setting up kids to just be fucking soft yeah you know and I just noticed that immediately cause I came from public school like I went to public school right kindergarten all the way to fifth grade and like I hung out with those kids and I knew what that was like and I scraped my knees on the fucking concrete outside riding my bike in the public mm-hmm. these kids like hadn't been out their driveway you know what I'm saying yeah it was different like their parents like cared about them and shit <laughs> You know? So, like, they would go to school and they would tell these kids, like, you're perfect. Like, there's nothing wrong with you or anything else like that. Right. But it damaged them.
0: Absolutely. So, like, they
1: didn't think that they could do anything wrong. And then, like, all the girls are, like, huge fucking whores because. They're told like immediately, like can't have sex, can't do this, can't Mm -hmm. do that. Like they're not like,
0: dude, it's it's like a tight spring. Like and then so once they have the ability, oh my god, once those girls go off to college, it's just they're just unwound because they've never been allowed to fail and understand the repercussions like sure maybe they're right and the reasons behind like what they're saying like there's a good reason for it but the way they go about it is all wrong
1: dude all those girls that went to these private schools all the way through and then they and then they shoot them off to LSU
0: Oh Bro, what
1: do you think happens?
0: Ooh, they go wild, dude. And They're I've insane. seen it. I've
1: seen it a million times. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't know. When I was in it, and I saw what was going on, and how everything was going, and like the way I got kicked out was, uh, it was a smart move by me. <laughs> like it was Let's all hear. strategic. You okay. So like, what I did was, I Ch- knew chestnut checkers. Yeah, for sure. And I knew like sixth grade year. After that, like that summer sixth grade year, hanging out with my normal public school friends and shit, like dude, right. I'm not going back. Like fuck that, I'm not going back. And I told my mom, I was like, Mom, I'm out. I'm a grown up. Like I'm not going seventh grade over there.
0: See, so you went a whole, you went your whole sixth grade I year went to all sixth grade okay.
1: year to this private
0: school. Did you have any problems that year? Or were no, you like after no. that? You were like, fuck it, we're about to. Call no, something. I didn't have any
1: pro. Yeah, I didn't have any problems. Everything was cool. I just observed and I just saw how weak. And how soft, and just unbecoming. Mm-hmm. Like they just want to make these little, like, fuck, what do they call them, uh, Poindexter's?
0: You know, like what? What does that? What does that mean? I've uh, people that don't think for themselves. Okay, okay, because uh, I've only heard that Poindexter twice. Yeah. Uh, once was in Bust a Move, my go-to karaoke song, mm. and then uh, second is uh, Poindexter. Uh, which is the name of the character Bullseye, uh, that was on Daredevil. Okay. Uh, so that was Dare, 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 – Daredevil is a little interesting uh, uh, show. I don't know if you've ever seen the TV show. The
1: blind guy that, tra- that trains the kid, the blind kid
0: uh yeah 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 daredevil yeah daredevil i think i've seen it a little bit the tv sh- dude tv show one of the f- one of the best tv shows i've ever seen is that uh, one of
1: the ones that you binge watched and wasted your time
0: on it i didn't feel like i wasted my time because the story was so good and it was very inspiring see daredevil actually funny enough about the topic we're talking about so i think one of the reasons why i really related to him back in 2015 when the first season came out i was planning on becoming a lawyer and so but he's a catholic guy so his like his whole thing is like I'm Catholic. I'm trying to be a good person, so I don't. I'm not going to kill anybody, but so like I'll be like my good side, which is being a lawyer and helping out those that I can with the with the law. But then at night I'm going to be Daredevil and like you know fight crime, do whatever. So he has like this whole internal battle inside of him, and I really relate to that because I have I I still I haven't been to church in a while, probably since like June, just because like got a new priest and it was Since like June, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I you he probably like those are rookie numbers. Bro. You pump that up. So, but, uh, but like I try, I still try to pray and like, I still believe, uh, absolutely. One hundred percent. I believe in God and all that stuff, but it's, uh, but I, I just really related to the character because of the struggles that he had. I was like, damn, these are kind of the same struggles that I have inside my head. And so, I really related to it. So, I thought, I always thought, like, I, I'd binge it and not feel bad. I felt bad because I binged it and it was almost over. Like, that that's thats very rare, though. That and Peaky Blinders only shows. But uh, the Peaky fucking Blinders. All right, Arthur. We're going to have you over on this side. John, <laughs> get on this one. I'm going to smoke a cigarette. We're going to do a podcast. Ain't that right, Paul? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, thank you.
1: Well, yeah, no. Let me get back to this. Yeah, yeah, get back back to your story. Yeah. Sorry about
0: the little side track.
1: Nah, dude, I love it. The uh, the the Catholic blanket. I'm I'm with it. That's me. They uh, <laughs> <laughs> got kicked out of school because he didn't play at recess. Uh, he's just blind, so that's why he sat on the bleachers. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but nah, man. Uh, yeah.
0: So why'd you get kicked out?
1: Well, it wasn't why. It was how. Okay. I okay. Was strategic, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah you're strategic. So I told my mom going back. I was like, I ain't going back. And she's like, yeah, you're going back. So I was like, all right, well, if you really think that I'm going to go back to the school, you got another thing coming. Right. I'm I'm going to get – I'll get myself kicked out. And she basically tried to call my bluff and was like, all right, cool. Get yourself kicked out. Okay. <laughs> so I was like, all right, here we go. So as the year ticked on, like, there was moments where I was like, ah, I might stay here. You know, like, my friends are okay over here, whatever, but – Nah. Mainly it was just solid goal to – so they have uh, conduct cards, right? Okay. You're for, are you familiar with yeah, these?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay, yeah. Conduct you get cards, a
1: mark, yeah. okay? If you get a mark on your card, it's like a demerit, right? Right. So four marks equals a detention, okay? And if you got two detentions within a certain span, like six – what? how do they do? Like every nine weeks, I think, is – Private, I don't think it's every six weeks, I think it's every nine weeks. It
0: may be nine weeks,
1: something like that. So, in that span, if you've got um, two detentions, then you get suspended. Damn. Okay, and if you get two suspensions, then you get a dismissal. <laughs> so, once I figured out <laughs> that all we had to do is just check some of these boxes, <laughs> right? Then I just went about it that way. Well, like, we're, like, halfway through the year, dude. The teachers figure out what's going on. Like, they can tell. But it's, like, dumb shit. Like, oh, Judson didn't wear ankle socks. Come here. Give me your card. Oh, you're talking during lunch. Give me your card. This was all for me to prove a point to my mom. Because I knew that they're going to have all these records. Like, they're going to have all these things. It's not that I was a bad kid. Like, I'm not, like, standing up in class, like, smoking cigarettes or, like, going to the bathroom and peeing on the wall. Right. Like, I'm just a normal kid just doing normal Just doing normal kid stuff. Normal kid shit. And so they to them it's like the worst. I'm like the worst. (laughs) Like, how dare Oh, so you're just gonna leave your conduct card at home? That's two marks, buddy. I'm like
0: "Ah, (laughs) Thank you, ma'am. Check those boxes.
1: (laughs) Let me get it. You know? (laughs) And then they're like, Did you have any marks on your card? Yeah, by the way, I had two. Yeah, I had two. They're like just give him a cord just one he's trying to get himself kicked out you know we need mama's money yeah let's just try to keep him here you know dude I went in front of the discipline committee this lady called me uh a poison uh menace to society um and basically told me I was gonna be a loser and I was gonna end up dead or in jail jeez the kids that were in that class there's like four of them that are dead from, like, drug overdoses and stuff. Sad, man. There's multiple ones. Like, like one girl in my grade, like, turned out to be, like, a stripper. You know? Like, I don't know. I, it's just something about the whole, like, the it's way it's that fear they treat based. those kids. Yeah. Fear-based, man. It's
0: crazy. You can't do that. Not if you really want to. Because that, when you do fear-based type anything, any type of leadership, you create of resistance, and you create, like, yeah. tension between you to where people want to revolt and do the kind of stuff that you did. Yeah. Like, and you're not, like, you're always going to have those people because some people just have that spirit, but there's a way to go about it, and that's how it feels what's wrong with, like, a like a lot of stuff, like, and it's like, you're just looking at the people part of it, but, like, what's the what's the actual, like, meaning behind what are they doing like yeah. what, what's, what's the reason like maybe they're very passionate about it sure but they go about it the wrong way mm-hmm. and it's like you could have that, have that little book over there and that book's all about building a culture around your business and so but the book talks a lot about okay if you want to build a culture what's, what's what's culture short? cult it's a cult so you're creating a us versus them mentality yeah. and some people do that through fear which yeah. is which is crazy man. I've been, uh, I've been doing a lot of research into, like, dictators and, like, just how they've, like, managed to take over countries, and, dude, a lot of it's just fear. Yeah. Some of them, mo- a lot of them have been, you know, killed off and, like, because of whatever, because they create so much fear. Idi e. e. Amin in, uh, in Uganda just created so much fear that he's just one example of a guy that, like, eventually he made so many enemies that they just came out for him. And once you get to that level, you can't slack off. Because right. if you slack off, then you're just leaving the door for somebody to come and kill you. Yeah. Every now and then, they'd have like one or two people that would that actually lived out their whole lives uh, as as a dictator well, because convinced the, Nor- the people.
1: North Korea is chilling, bro. Exactly. Like, he doesn't poop or pee. Like that's what they're saying. Man. Yeah, exactly. They, I mean, they're like, "Oh, this dude's he ain't got to poop."
0: Yeah. <laughs> so if
1: he doesn't have to poop, he's got time.
0: Yeah. Do they
1: imagine how much time you waste in the bathroom, dude? And this dude doesn't have to use the bathroom.
0: He's full of shit.
1: And he's fucking running shit. Yeah. Like, dude, I got time today. Oh, I'm not pooping today? Yeah. <laughs> I got some time.
0: So, you know, his dad, Kim Jong-il, was a big fan of American movies. His favorite movie? Goldfinger. The James Ooh. Bond, 1964. Sean Connery. Wow. That, was his, that was his favorite That's movie. That's crazy. Yeah. And so he... They realized China's China's doing the same thing too. There's probably one air in China, but that's all right. And uh, so the Chinese, they're like, like they if are gonna take us over, dude, bro. I believe it, man. They're <laughs> that's what they're training other people to do. They, they Chinese have a movie called Wolf Warrior, and uh, are
1: they gonna come get us?
0: Well, so Wolf Warrior, like, think about who was the main villain in all '80s action movies. Who was the main villain? Chinese folks. It was the yeah, Chinese, Vietnam. so Vietnamese, so, uh, so Russians, Russians yeah. the Communists,
1: yeah, commi yeah. commi Com- yeah.
0: So that's like a normal trope, like now, like now, especially nowadays, like North Korea, like that. That's like your big, big time, like bad guy villains, where people bring it back to Nazis. People love bringing back to Nazis, and making them as a villain, but for good reason, for good reason. But the, so the Chinese this Wolf Warrior. It's it's. There's three movies. There's some of the biggest movies. In the entire world. Like, China has a huge market population for movies. Uh, so, the, the second one, you know who Frank Grillo is? Yes. Okay, so Frank Grillo is the bad guy. <gasps> the movie was produced by the Russo brothers, who <sighs> produced Endgame and Infinity War. <sighs> and they it's one of the biggest movies in China, but all of the bad guys in those movies are Navy SEALs. And they make it out to where, like, you know, big Americans are so bad and they want the worst for you. Xi Jing, whatever his name is, he made it mandatory viewing for everyone in China at like a certain age, I think it's in high school, to watch Wolf Warrior two. And so it's like you like you can control can people that. through that kind of it's all propaganda movies and stuff. It's crazy that Americans are going over there and doing that. But they can they can, like you said, they can do that. And if you can control that, then what what does that make you think? Well, I'm watching this movie and the Americans are bad. They wanna come after me. That was a super big fucking rant, but Dude, no. It's crazy shit, man. Yeah. Like you said, the Chinese are training for us to, you know, me, to come over and take over, le, man.
1: Let me let me ask you, bro. Let's hear it. You can't find you can't find ten items inside your you house. Shit, you can't find five items inside your house that have not been made in China. Agreed. It's insane.
0: China, Taiwan, which probably will be China eventually. Chinese uh. say it is. Uh, Taiwan Vietnamese like all your clothing, everything, man, everything, all of this stuff, this equipment that we're using, that MacBook, oh it's yeah, all made over there, absolutely.
1: And we're starting to see that, man. Like uh, the other day, I tried to order chicken for the restaurant, out, uh-huh. and I was like, "What do you mean out?" Like, I need a different. They're like, "No, we're out of chicken." I was like, uh, it, "Sir, we're we're completely out of our poultry. You're gonna have to go to." A third party that we've already given or allotted this much to for this year because we're behind.
0: What does that have to do with China?
1: <laughs> well, what it has to do with China is it has to do with nothing is being made in America. Like the chickens from China caught up. Uh, I wouldn't say that the chicken is made in China. Uh, the, the the chicken manufacturing and all is definitely done here, but yeah, with Corona it pushed everything back. So gotcha, I made a shortage gotcha. of everything. Uh, so gotcha. what What I do see or foresee yeah. happening is uh, the government is going to end up having to control the food because we don't know how to act.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: This would be just kind of a lot like how China does their thing. Like so yeah. only certain people can get allocated certain things. Yeah. Social scores.
0: Social scores, man. Yeah. All that. I was listening to Joe Rogan and Jim Gaffigan today, and they were talking about that. Were yeah. they? I haven't yeah. seen that episode yet. I, I like watching the episodes he has with comedians, because I like hearing them talk about the road, doing comedy, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Some of the other science stuff, like, sure, it's interesting, but I get, like, 15 minutes in, and I'm like, I, I don't I give a sleep. fuck, yeah. Joe. Or, yeah, I get so tired.
1: Unless it's something that you really, like, want to learn about. Exactly. It's tough. Yeah. I use those as sleeping episodes. <laughs> yeah. And I just it's just not off. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Fuck you're you're, uh, you're yawning right now just what, talking about
1: what, it. What was his name? Uh, Peter McCullough. Uh, Dude, the, he just fucked me Peter up McCullough. so bad.
0: Like the he's
1: a scientist. Oh, okay. Or, I was or, or, then, or, or some kind of doctor. Or something. I don't know. Gotcha. I thought that was he, McCullough's brother. He but okay. fucking told me that you can't catch COVID twice, and so I just like ran with it, and I started telling people, <laughs> "I'm like McCullough said, yeah, McCullough said." And uh, yeah, dude, McCullough's fucking wrong, bud. And,
0: <laughs> I thought you just had a little running with COVID. And,
1: uh, nah, just a just a scooch. But no, it wasn't me. It's like the other people that I was telling, like in my life. Yeah, you know, like my mom's like, oh, you know that that Omicron, that thing is just running rampant, and it's going over here and it's a- doing that. I was like, you can't catch COVID twice and I already got it, so I'm chilling. Yeah, she's like, what? You're an idiot. Yeah, you can catch Kobe twice. I'm like, nah, no, says Miss Peter McCullough. Because of what he said on the Our Father Joe Rogan podcast, was that you can't yeah. catch it twice. And then, like, the next episode on with Joe Rogan, he's like, yeah, dude, you can definitely catch it twice. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, total, oh, total shit. reversal. But he's like, and I even texted Peter, and then he even, he even, you know said it was because of the Omnicron, and I was
0: like yeah because it's a new variant
1: now what am I supposed to believe yeah you know but it is what it is man Uh, I mean we're living in some wild times we're talking about you're gonna put on a damn VR suit and have sex with an imaginary person in a metaverse and you can get an Omnicron variant through a butt mask you know
0: so Wild times, brother. Wild times. <laughs> indeed,
1: indeed. So, you got anything coming up, bro?
0: I do, man. I got a. Uh, we have the open mics that we do here at a uh, game to life, not at a haunted, abandoned warehouse. Yeah, no, uh, we're just messing with you guys.
1: <laughs> we got laser tag going on, and it's a, uh, it's a wild, it's a wild house in there. Absolutely. So that's why they got some stuff, but the lights. That's kind of funny.
0: Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we do the open mics here every Monday. Uh, starting at 8, sign up at 7. And then uh, up next, I've got uh, <sighs> Laughing Out Loud 5, man. I can't believe it's already been 5, dude. That's awesome, bro. Yeah.
1: Dude, you're going to be at Laughing Out Loud 50 and be just, like, yeah. fucking cruising.
0: I-, I love the number count because it's, like, it's, like, it's a real – because, dude, once you get to a certain point, like, people are going to see the number and be like – shit yeah i've been doing it for this long
1: yeah yeah yeah. it brings validity and it also i i like the fact that it like you said it kind of tracks what you got going on Mm -hmm. and uh it it definitely helps keeping that
0: yeah absolutely uh so doing the lol5 uh that'll be at crying eagle and uh then the next one i'll have after that will be the one here uh laugh hard two, laugh harder uh, which I'm pumped for. Got a solid fucking lineup. For show, harder,
1: man. dude. I, they like the competition aspect.
0: Absolutely, It's a little man. bit
1: different than a regular show. I think it's pretty neat. So, yeah, with that being said, y'all need to go buy y'all's tickets.
0: Absolutely. Going to have the link for the tickets in the description down in the bio. Uh, make sure you check out Game to Life. And make sure you check out Lake Charles Comedy on Facebook. I'm uh, gonna give you updates on all kind of shows and shit coming up. Yeah. Uh so yeah. Well Justin, I appreciate you coming on, man.
1: Yeah, dude, I'm out here. Um and we'll figure out something else. We'll get we'll get some formal things in here. How about that? I love that. We'll get it we'll get it going a little bit better. But yeah, man, thanks for having me on and uh hopefully I can come back and make an appearance and uh and talk about it and get into it. Absolutely. You know, get real stuck in.
0: Hell yeah! I love that. Let's do it. Okay. What? <laughs> what?
1: No, dude. No, I just I figured that we would just end on that. Oh, okay. Yeah, you yeah. Know?
0: Let's let's do a signing off. Let's do a signing oh, off. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All yeah. right.
1: Well, you can you you do what you need to do.
0: All right. This has been Sawyer Saloon.
1: Fuck yeah, buddy! Yeah. Thanks for watching and listening, guys.
0: Dude.